What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue with our Divisional Breakdown series. On the episode, we're going to share a guy that we're looking to have on the roster and looking to avoid on each team. This week, we're going to touch on the NFC North, which might be AFC North. Damn it. I'm looking at NFC North. That's why I said it. Last week was NFC North. I was like on a roll, and then I screwed up anyway. AFC North, which I'm kind of excited about because I feel like this might be the first division where there's some really good things to talk about. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. With that being said, as always, I'm joined by my podcast partner here, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you, buddy? You guys can't see it, but I got the bangle stripes on my face. I do not, and I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is my man. I've been a Joe Burrow man for a long time. Um, But yeah, like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to share a must-have and avoid on each of these rosters. And then, of course, we're going to dive into our prediction for the standings. And then we're going to end the show with our infamous movie corner where we both of us admit our love for purple hearts that's quite possibly very very true um with that being said um (laughs) all right so we're going to kick off with the afc north and we're going to talk about the fantasy football aspect of these teams and i'm going to kick it off with the cincinnati Bengals, our first place first place team from last year um finishing 10 and 7 we'll talk about their wins and loss in a little while but for me the must-have guy of this team i'm going with hayden hurst i like the value there 25th tight end off the board i think there's just too much value there is a lot of moving pieces within this team that i'm just like man there's a lot of, of of touchdowns a lot of receivers you got higgins you've got chase you've got Mixon, you've got all of these guys and on the and boyd you got all these guys on the board and you're like man where's hayden hurst fit into this i just feel like he's going to find a niche in this offense and we're talking about a guy that's being the 25th tight end, tight end taken off the board he doesn't have to do much at the tight end position to finish at that uh, higher value so you're looking at a guy you're able to get in the later portion of the draft so if you if you skip some of the early guys at the tight end position hayden hurst is definitely a guy that i think on the back half of the draft that you should be willing to take a chance on. All right, my avoid of the year is Mr. Joe Burrow himself, quarterback six. I am just saying N-O-P-E, Mr. Jordan Peele to him. And yeah. I'm on the opposite train. QB6 doesn't put me off of Joe Burrow. I think he has top five potential. I like this passing offense, so I'm going with Joey B. But if I had to pick a second, it'd be Tyler Boyd. He finished wide receiver 31 last year. He's currently going as wide receiver 51. There is value there. On the flip side, T. Higgins going as wide receiver 12. You have me at Jamar Chase being a top wide receiver one. I think T. Higgins can be a mid 
to upper tier wide receiver too, but he finished his wide receiver 24 last year. I don't think he's going all the way to 12. I don't think Tyler Boyd and Aiden Hurst died. So that is a little too rich for my blood. You take him at wide receiver 12. You're hoping that he is your number one wide receiver. He's not even the number one wide receiver on his own team. Yeah, that, when I saw those numbers, I was very skeptical on what was going on with all that because that's very high for him. Like, that's that's absurd. I just – yeah. I mean, you're talking about them not having a running game, and then maybe you consider that. But they do have a running game, which is – you know, yeah. plays a huge factor into those numbers. So, I mean, it, it does. Um, all right. Moving on to the second-place team from a year ago, the Pittsburgh football Steelers. Steelers. Um, which is weird because this team is this team's a weird one. You know what I mean? I think Look, this the is, Steelers were so committed to that 16 game schedule, they still managed to go nine and seven last year. <laughs> nine, exactly. seven, and one. Yeah, I I struggled with this team mildly. Um, I'm a big Patty uh, French Rise man. I love Pat Fremuth. I think that he's going to have a good, I think he's going to be the guy. Um, Deontay Johnson just got him a nice little contract extension for two years. So good for him. But, um, I think we're on the same boat here. Um, Patty Fermuth is the only guy that really, I mean, obviously I went Najee Harris. I mean, let's just go out there and say it. if I can get yeah, Najee the Harris, value's not there because the value's not there. Him. Exactly. Yeah. But Patty French fries, I think could finish in the top five with no questions, maybe top five, seven. And, uh, the avoid, I, I don't know if I really want any other pass catchers on his roster outside of maybe Deontay Johnson, but even Deontay Johnson scares me. So their ADPs aren't horrible. Though, no, though, because I was I was thinking about Chase Claypool, Mister. I'm one of the top three receivers in the league. When I'm not I'm even not sure top he's a top three receiver on his own team. <laughs> not with George Fries. Pickens in town, baby. Not George Pickens in town. He Patty might French be number three on that team. Is, uh, going as tight end eleven. I'm with you. I think he finishes higher. My avoid is actually the quarterbacks. Yeah, I've wanted to see Mitch Trubisky get a chance with another franchise. I don't know if he's incredibly set up for success with Kenny Smallhands. But at the same time, Kenny Smallhands is currently running as the third best quarterback. And now there's like talk that they may start Mason Rudolph. I just, you know what? <laughs> if this is the situation that we're in, the receivers are okay at their ADPs. I don't want the passer. And now you're even making me nervous about Patty French fries and Najee. Yeah. But not as nervous as people should be about the next team, which is the Cleveland Hot Browns. I I'll let you kick it off. Um, I must say I'm going with Chubb because I they were gonna need to run the ball. I think they're gonna run the ball well. RB nine, you're not getting incredible value, but I think he's gonna be a top ten running back, and he's the one I feel consistent about. Cream Hunt misses time with injuries. They have other running backs that they can mix in there behind Chubb, and if they have a certain quarterback that we'll get to on my avoid. He is not known for throwing outlet passes to running backs. If they don't have him, I still don't know if Jacoby Brissett is the man you want uh, running your pass offense whatsoever. My avoid is Deshaun Watson. If that six games ends up holding, he could end up a mid-tier QB2 playing enough games. I think with the appeal going on, he's about to go back to not playing at all this year. Uh, so all the people that have hedged and taken chances and now have vaulted up, we'll get to this Cleveland Browns over under finally got published after the six game suspension got announced. They're never hitting it. 
because I don't think he's playing that many games. So he's my avoid. Um, yeah. Uh, Browns for me, I, I don't, the uncertainty behind their quarterback acquisition has me skeptical on basically anything on this roster. Um, I'm with you on Chubb. I think that is fantastic value. I even think that maybe Kareem Hunt has some value as well. I'm still taken rather high, but I, I don't really know. My avoid is the end. I don't, I don't like anybody on this roster. I, I just, I can't buy into anything on this roster and they have great pieces. That's the weird thing is they have great pieces. I just need, I just need to see what we're getting year round like Jacoby Brissett sucks like he sucks I'm sorry guys I hate to break it to everybody in the in the world even if you're just getting six games you're missing six games of a great position that your receivers are skeptical the tight end situation is skeptical I I just don't know what to do here I just just throw the Browns out of the league I I don't even know put them in the XFL um moving on to the real Cleveland Browns the Baltimore Ravens um this is look i you're gonna hear me weekly on this podcast talk about how much i love this football team and i don't really like the baltimore ravens so i love this roster this year i I, I love this team this year my must have and and i'm planting my flag on rashad bateman damn it i'm planting my flag i think he finishes in the top 25 hands down easily i don't care lamar jackson i think is going to be in the mvp conversation right now a hundred thousand quadrillion percent will be in the MVP conversation. I'm all in on this team. Um, you'll hear me talk about that later on whenever I talk about their uh, their prediction for their standings. But um, I'm a hundred percent in on them. And then my void is the running back situation, um, only based on the the questions around injuries, the questions around uh, Gus Edwards, the questions around J.K. Dobbins, which J.K. Dobbins, I love, love, love. I wish they would give him, once he's healthy, give him the opportunity to do what he can. I do know that, and I'm passing it to you, I know you love Dobbins because of his value, which I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm just scared. Yeah, we're just, I guess, a little bit of opposite feelings. Like Ravens are a team I've gone back and forth on the most. They shouldn't have been fourth place last year. They were because they just had some weird outcomes. And this entire division, as I've looked and kind of wrestled with, I just think they're going to be all hovering around the same marks because they all have some, some flaws. Dobbins, I like RB22. He's He's been bullish about his own health. I was excited about him last year. I think at that, that spot, it's a value. He has potential to potentially raise up. He was one of the running backs in that class that we thought had the best chance. I'd much rather take a shot on him where he's going than Cam Akers who's going right around him. I just – I. I can't bring myself to buy into it. I'm avoiding the receivers. Bateman at wide receiver 38 does not feel like a bad value. I think you're right. He could end up going up. We just didn't see very much out of him last year. And now it's not, you know, he's in a similar situation to Darnell Mooney, except for Darnell Mooney had a couple of years to grow into being an NFL receiver and to show that he was ready and to show that production before all the pressure and all the coverage came his way. And I know they have Mark Andrews, who's going to be a guy that draws some people off, but we just didn't get a big, connection for Bateman last year and their receiving core is not great. 
So I'm just kind of avoiding the receiving situation um, aside from you. from Andrews. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think you're wrong, but he could. But the potential is certainly no, there. And at 38, that's not a bad value. It's more I just don't know what to make of their passing game right now. Every year they've seemingly talked about going in. They did increase their pass attempts last year. Hollywood Brown is is gone. Um, you know, they're, I get the arguments, um, you know, and they make sense to me all on paper. I just haven't been able to adopt it into my heart yet. <laughs> no blame you at all. Uh, it's it's definitely an intriguing division. Um, I think that it's it's I think it's a two man race. Um, you know when it comes down to it, I think it's 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 down to the Ravens and the Bengals of who wins the division. Um, and honestly, um, well, I mean, I will say this: if for some reason Deshaun Watson only gets six games, I do think that we have to have the conversation about the the Bengal or the Browns being in the division race just based on the simple fact of the talent is there. Um, but with that being said, we're going to transition into predictions for the standings. Um, this is how I have it. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Falling in line, I've got the Ravens finishing in first place, the Bengals finishing second, the Pittsburgh Steelers finishing third right now, and the Browns finishing fourth. I... Um, I don't have a, a win and loss total right now for the Browns. I am tempering expectations because um, if you're talking about a year without Deshaun Watson, I think you're looking at maybe seven, six and 11, seven and 10 team, I think personally. Um, but if Deshaun Watson plays, you're talking about a, probably a little bit of a better team, but um, I'm just staying out on the Browns completely. Um, but yeah, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers is how I have the top three. Yeah, we're we're pretty well the same. The Bengals over under numbers the highest at ten, so really good number. Um, you know, them going to the Super Bowl kind of masked people forgetting that they were they were an okay upstart team last year, ten and seven. And I think they stay kind of similar around that record. The AFC is a tough tough road to hoe. I have them currently at nine and eight. Uh, Ravens 9.5 over under. I also have them in nine and eight. I think both those are good numbers. I'm with you. Both those teams kind of right around there. I think one of them's going to end up being the fourth seed. One probably uh, in in the wild card somewhere. Uh, Steelers, their over under is seven. Mike Tomlin has never finished below 500. I think it does happen this year. I think they go to eight and nine. I you know. I still like some of the talent, but I think they're they're figuring some things out. Cleveland, their over-under went to nine and a half as soon as the six games for Watson got announced. They're not hitting it. I have them at seven and ten. I had had them lower. I may go back and lower again. It's frustrating to me that now we're mid-August and we still don't totally know who's going to be on the field for Cleveland. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, kind of out on that scenario. I just weirded out by it. Um, I don't know. I just like like I said, I'm kind of weirded out by it. I just I'm not a fan of that scenario right now. So, um, 
Let's see here. We are, yeah. You said did you say you had the Bengals in first? Yes. I don't know. I don't. I agree. Like I, well, you made Bengals, Ravens. I go back and forth. One of yeah. the two of them. Uh, I think it's going to come down to some of these division games because even though I don't think the Steelers are going to be great, I think they're going to they're going to snake a couple division games because that's what always happens. That's there's a couple. A lot of these divisions in the AFC. Aside from the South, I think there's going to be more parity than we're expecting because they're all going to beat each other up. And because of how strong the conference is, the NFC, there's going to be parity because of how weak the conferences are and because they're (laughs) going to take in. I honestly think we're heading toward an NFL season where we don't have, we have maybe one team at 13, a couple teams at 12, but we have most of the teams between seven and 11 wins. Yeah. I agree with you. Even seven and 10, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Interesting enough, heading into the next two weeks for us is, is the East. You know what I mean? Like that, that to me is interesting because you have one side of the coin where you have probably the best team in football, the one of the best teams in football with two teams that one, which overachieved one people forget how good they were at with the dolphins. Dolphins did win nine games last year. People forget. I think a lot of people forget that. Ryan Flores won like and, nine and 10 games is his two and, of his three years. And that team got better this off season. You know what I mean? So, often, I mean, I think they got a little bit better offensively. Or a lot. Well, they still have two at quarterback, so that's that's the problem. But uh, sorry, no offense, Tyreek. But and then you have obviously the Jets, who are the Jets. But then of course you look on the NFC East side, where I am. Every day that passes, I'm trying to convince myself not to predict the Eagles to win that division, and it's starting to kill myself over it because the Dallas got. I think Dallas got way worse this offseason. And I still believe in them as a team, as a structure. And I think that they're they're they they need a second weapon in a, in the worst way. Um and and I like oh, Gallup. Schultz. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I'm talking about no, receiver. I think we're going, I think I we're going back to the Des Bryant Jason Witten model, Cowboys. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I like I said, I just I Man, I don't. I mean, I don't really trust Jalen Hurt. I and mean, we'll talk more about this next week. But it's just so on my last. I just went to look on my last pass, uh, going through and doing the uh, schedule predictor. I only have uh, currently two teams with less than that. Uh, three teams with less than six wins, and I have zero teams with thirteen wins. I think I had one or two teams with thirteen wins this year, and that was. I have two 12 and fives. I have a few 11 and sixes. And then I, I just think we're cruising toward there being a lot more parity. Because yeah, even I agree, bad I teams aren't really that bad. You know, I have the Falcons now at three and 14. I actually even moved the Jaguars up despite myself up to six and 11. And you know how I feel about their team. I just looking at their schedule and looking at where. The, even the good teams lose these random shit show games, whether to a division opponent or to a weak sister you're not expecting. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't wait to do um, – I'm going to do one more pass before we do our kickoff, right before, right before the season kickoff show, and I can't wait to kind of dive in to see 
what uh, what's in store for us that way. Um, with that being said, we're going to transition over to the movie corner. Um, there is last week I talked about there was a lot of stuff coming out this week. There's even more stuff coming out. Um, stuff on every streaming platform as well. Um, you've got 13, the musical dropping on Netflix. You have I Am Groot dropping on Disney+. Plus. Um, the little mini series I Am Groot going to be on Disney+. Plus. I'm excited about that. I actually have that. I just haven't watched it yet. Um, Day Shift with uh, Jamie Foxx is dropping on Netflix as well. Secret Headquarters coming to Paramount+, Plus, which um, no, I, looks like a movie. Um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies comes out, which I am seeing next Wednesday. I'm very excited about that movie. Um, I look forward to it either being really good or falling in line with X and not being good. Sorry for those people that liked X. Um, Fall hits theaters, which is weird that it's hitting theaters, but I really liked it. I don't hate the idea if you're looking for a random movie to check out that's not your big movies, go see that one. Emily the Criminal is coming out in limited theaters, which is a movie I saw back at Sundance and I actually liked it. I kind of enjoyed myself with that. And then on Apple TV Plus, the series Five Days at Memorial about the hospital in New Orleans um, and what transpired shortly after what happened um, during uh, Hurricane Katrina, this specific hospital. It's an incredible series, incredible series. Um, one of the better series. Obviously. Apple TV just has incredible TV. But uh, Fox, anything you want to touch on? Yeah, speaking of Apple, today, uh, the 12th of August, should be the finale for For All Mankind. Um, I watched it. There will be tears. Um, there will also be a recap on our site. Exactly. Um, well, before we go, there's going to be one movie we're going to talk about um, that we're going to be smitten over. And it came out a few weeks ago now when you're hearing this, but it was Purple Hearts. Okay. When I put this movie on, I expected... Okay, so they... This reminded me of a movie of that is close to Lifetime style, but not like it's just it's got a little bit more budget to not be a Lifetime movie. Like Netflix has a lot of these and every so often you get one that's actually pretty decent. Like the uh, one that I can th the one that always comes to mind is the one we agree on. Was it Life After the Party or Afterlife? The, the Afterlife party. of the Party, which was you really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. There's another, what's one, what's the one that we liked? I can't think of it right now. There was another cheesy Netflix movie that came out in the last couple of I mean, there's been a whole bunch and they, you know, we, we end up watching them all and I'm not expecting a lot. Um, but with Purple Hearts, I really like, like it the, just had the music actually was pretty good. Some of the yeah. original songs. Um, and some of the like story turns worked in yeah. just the right manipulative way and yeah. then you know what the biggest shame is it dropped there last weekend in july it had like no fanfare yeah. i almost didn't even realize it was coming out except for that i'm like you i search all the lists of upcoming releases make sure mark everything yeah. i'm like well i guess i'll throw this one on there nobody's talking about it uh, you know, everybody's been tired. So I, it was like the last one I got to. And um, it was, you know, it, we've had three weekends in a row of just a deluge of streaming options in addition to theatrical releases. And I think this one got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but it's it's better than you think. We both gave it three and a half stars, which either shows that opposite of the ending of last week, we're no longer grumpy old men or... Uh, 
or it's that good. Um, you watch it and uh, please let us know. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued by it because I thought that I thought Sophia Carson was really good in it. Like she was. Yeah, and man, I haven't seen her in much. No, um, and that Nicholas Galatasaray or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um, every once in a Cinderella. You know Honestly, what it he was Prince Robert, and no wonder I love this guy. I love Cinderella. You know ah. what it reminds me of more than you're talking about, like uh, Lifetime. It kind of reminded me of like a Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, I could there was that. fewer. There were fewer deaths. I'm not oh, this Sophia no Carson deaths. is from Descendant. I never really watched that show. She was in something else that I had seen. I don't Songbird. Know. Oh yeah, that movie was off. But yes, she was the lead in Songbird. I actually like Songbird. Do I remember liking Songbird? I don't remember. I think that. you I did. It. KJ yeah. Appa's. I it like KJ Appa. Man. They, I gotta they released I gotta... it at like the end yeah. of 2020, and it's about COVID. Like the, I'm yeah, like, in the middle of only. The it's about like covid ravaging the world and us all ending up dying i think nobody's nobody's down for this guy so i don't know who your target audience is but it's not humans yeah that's that's pretty funny i uh with that yeah i i don't yeah oh godly i'm to, i'm over the covid movie so that's for sure um all right so with that being said i am uh make sure to head on over to the music city drive-in and check out all the um, latest articles and reviews and all the good stuff coming out. Matthew Fox hitting with uh, a lot of his NFL previews coming out. We've got the uh, other portion of this podcast with Chris Clarkson and I talking about the betting side of the NFL upcoming NFL season coming out on Tuesdays. Um, Fox and I have weekly articles publishing every week um, on the Music City Drive-In. I've got a couple other places that they're going as well. Make sure to check out some of the other shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week.